What is up, Ripley? My name is Jordan Malone, and welcome to the second episode of The Midnight Drive, where we basically just reflect on everything that's been going on in the world and keeping up good with myself. It's another part of mental health, just self-reflection for everybody, and I keep posting all about. And tonight's going to be a special episode where we're basically just going to go on about the last couple of weeks uh, since I've been gone from recording any episodes and just bringing up some new stuff to speed about my life. With that being said, thanks for joining in tonight. Let's go ahead and get into it. Alrighty then, let's go ahead and dwell into the second episode of Midnight Drop. And first off, I'll just go ahead and ask, how you guys doing today? I know you guys uh, been through a lot in this last month, in this last couple of weeks, and I can definitely say that for myself. Uh, like I said in my last episode that I aired out on Wednesday, that uh, the last couple of weeks I didn't have like a really an episode out uh, because I was dealing with a lot of stuff, nothing too crazy. Uh, definitely just some things that, um, that were just beyond my control. I couldn't really control it at all. And the next couple of weeks following up to that, I was just, I just decided to take a break for a little bit and to plan out more things with TMI and the podcast and just some more things, uh, things that I'm really excited to talk about. And there's a lot of things that I want to go ahead and share tonight's episode of the midnight drop. <laughs> and, uh, I guess the first thing off. Uh, really talk about is just that week that I was gone that I didn't have a regular scheduled episode and that was because uh, my house had no power for an entire week for an entire week I had no power and you know uh, it's like three weeks ago where on a Sunday I'm just sitting in my room I'm at, coming after a workout uh, from walking around the trail and working out in the garage with my 45 pound dumbbells and my jump rope, I come inside to the house, you know, I'm playing my PlayStation and then it's a beautiful day. It's a motherfucking beautiful day. And I go down to the kitchen. I kid you not the sunny sky with the sun shining in the shining all up there became quickly became dark clouds like dark hellish like clouds that i was just like what is going on my mom and i was just looking at it and said it looked like the end of the world out there man it looked like it was about to rain cats and dogs and it did and then some uh the funny part part about all of this besides the power going out was the fact that my dad went out for a run and (laughs) i caught him right before it started running (laughs) And he was there and once it started going crazy he was running all the way to the house so i quickly grab my stuff i get in my car and i i pick him up and i quickly with all of the swiftness pick him up and he's drenching wet 
it's just got all my car my whole car seat wet i was just like damn but you are my dad i'm gonna help you out and bro like when i tell you it was that bad i mean it was really bad like it was like a huge gust of wind a barrage of winds it was like a mini hurricane and power poles and superchargers were like destroyed uh you know and when it was when it was all said and done with all settled nearly a hundred thousand people in the city of nashville had no power and you know that was a crazy night where all of our electricity was turned off uh, we had to conserve food we had to do all of these things went to bed no ac mad as hell that <laughs> was hot bro i was hot Bro, I was real, real hot trying to pull up all the windows. It felt like I was back at my dorm at Morehouse, man. It was, like, real crazy. And then the next morning, I just remember uh, going out with my little brother to go get some ice for the coolers to conserve from the some of the food we had. And uh, almost every grocery store and convenience store had no ice. So I had to go back to my old job at Jimmy John's. Uh, had to go get two buckets of ice that helped us out. Uh, we cooked breakfast on the grill, thank God. And then the I guess the best news out of all of this was that uh, we were able to stay at a family friend's house. And it was actually a mansion. It was actually a mansion. It was like, I, I had heard about this mansion before for a very long time. My parents, my, my, my parents, my brother, my family basically uh, went to this mansion for a birthday party and they kept telling me about how great it was and I was just like yeah 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 and I you know I, I've been to nice houses my uncle got a real nice house I always crashed there I used to crash there my freshman year to study a whole bunch so it was like nothing can top off my uncle's house it topped my uncle's house like as soon as we got there just think of like a four-story house with a downstairs basement like I'll take it by level by level so you got a basement, basically five TVs in, in each area of the basement, a workout room, a game room, well, we got a PlayStation, an Xbox, and then you got like three bedrooms in a bathroom. You go upstairs, you got the main area, you got the living room, big ass TV, really nice setting. You got this one room, this whole ball, like a mini ballroom dedicated to having like dances and music sessions, all that stuff. And then you got like other bedrooms in there. You got a master bedroom, all that stuff. Outside, you leave there, you got like, a, you got a pool, got a hot tub, you got a hammock, got a trampoline. It was, it was dope. And then you get to the sec, you get to the, uh, the second level, or I guess the third level, you count the basement. You get a whole bunch of rooms. Almost every room's got like a 50 to 60 inch TV. You got a 50 inch or a 60 inch TV. And then you get one room that has like an 80 inch TV with a PlayStation hood. You got two PlayStations and an 80 inch TV. It's like crazy. And you get to the next one. It's the same thing except you don't have a room dedicated to video games. And it's so crazy. It was so crazy. And... All I could think was, was like, how much is my parents going to pay for this to make sure that we all good? Because I was grieving from the bottom of my heart. It was like crazy, man. And, um, you know, really, we didn't have to pay anything. We didn't have to pay anything at all. And the going rate for that house, for that mansion, for like, if you want to stay for Airbnb, $1,500 each day. And you have to stay there for a four-day minimum. 
So you're already looking at dropping a whole dropping a whole bunch of shit on that. And I would like for that whole we didn't have power for a whole week at our house. So we stayed at that mansion. We was chilling. We invited my uncle, his son. At one point I was just like, man, you know what? If this was actually our house and Corona was still a thing, I think we I think I'd be fine. I think I'd be fine for the entire time. Like, yo, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. But like, you know, in like a kind of like a philosophical way of thinking about it, or just kind of like a real talk. Living in that mansion for a week uh, reminded me, reminded myself of how much I have to work to get to that level. Because you don't, you don't just do ordinary stuff just to get a, a place like that. You have to do a lot of crazy stuff. You have to get a really nice job, have multiple sources of income, have a really good credit credit report. You have to work your ass off in all in a lot of areas just to get that just to get that. And to maintain it is really hard too. It's like think about it. It's like you always thought about having that dream house. And it's already hard to to get something like that. It's already hard. It's like when you think about all the roadblocks and the pitfalls and and everything that you have to get through, it's hard. But think about just maintaining a place like that. Just think about it. You got to keep paying a mortgage. You got to keep paying electricity bill, water bill, all that stuff. You got to make sure that you keep your job because, shit, you may be in a situation where you may not be able to keep your job at all you could always be fucked up anything can happen in life and you know where i'm going with this is just like yo like being in that mansion besides it being fun as hell and i was having a great time like a mini vacation upon another mini vacation on corona it just felt you know it just reminded me of how hard you got to work my dad even said it too and my dad in my eyes is already success more successful than a lot of other people and he wants to aim to that level. And I can't blame him, man. I can't blame him at all. Shit. But yeah. So we had a week without no power. And by Saturday, we had our power back. We moved everything up. We thanked my mom's friend for letting us stay there for as long as we could. Like, she is one of the most nicest. She is the most nicest woman you could ever meet. It was. She is dope. Awesome. It was awesome. So, you know, on that Saturday, we went back, went back to reality. <laughs> I just remembered how I came back to the house. I was in my bed. I was happy. But then I was like, man, fuck. I, I really want to go back to the mansion. Like, shit, this is crazy. And you know, like I said, 100,000 people had no power. The reason why it took so long, because when you combine a crazy situation like that, Broken power poles, superchargers, all that stuff, and you got power po- you got power lines all over the streets of Nashville, and then you also have COVID on top of it, and then when you really think about it, uh, the whole tornado situation we had earlier this year still kind of put us in, in a lot of dangers. All that combined, a lot of people didn't get their electricity back in, in a good minute. It wasn't terrible. It could have been a whole lot worse. It could have been out of power for two weeks, but um, you know, you know, things are kind of just bad, and every bad thing 
it, it now feels like it's just stacking on top of this whole COVID-19 situation. Like everything that usually happens now and negative, every negative thing that happens, it's just stacked upon a bunch of other stuff with COVID. Like, you know, we in a normal situation, something bad happens, man, it sucks, but you know, it won't be that bad. We'll get through it. Now you got this on top of COVID. It's just like, God damn, what 2020, what, what else going on, man? Shit. <laughs> but, but yeah, so we had a power bag. Everything was good. And then I had two weeks where I could have done a podcast or I could have done an episode. And, uh, the reason why I didn't do an episode while I was at the mansion is because I didn't bring my equipment and the equipment wasn't really working. So I was like, okay, damn, I can't really go back to the house because, you know, it's just far away, four to five minutes from the house. So these next two weeks, I was like, okay, I got my episode up, do all that, let's do it. I, I get everything set up, microphone set up, computer set up, and then I realized, fuck, I know I've only got like four episodes into this and I know that already got like the midnight drop and all that stuff in why not i just take a break sit down and actually organize all the things that i got going on and one of the things that i really 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 wanted to do was create this website i have always had an idea about getting a website for tmi when this thing first started and you know the only reason why I didn't start it in the beginning was because I was just starting out. And now with like episodes in, no matter how many views it got, how many plays it got, uh, I was like, I, I feel like now I can make this website. And, and the thing about me was that uh, with doing the website, with doing the blogs and doing this, even the, even the podcast, I just realized that a lot of things that I'm doing now, I was really scared of back back when I was younger. Dating all the way back to junior year of high school, I was really scared about doing a lot of these things because, first of all, I didn't have the money. I was a broke boy. <laughs> I, w- I was a broke boy. And the second thing is just that I didn't know that I would be good enough. But then now I just realized that it doesn't even matter if I'm good or not. I mean, first of all, I have to have good content. I have to do really well. I have to make sure I'm organized and do all that stuff. But really, the most important thing is, is that, dude, you can have fun during the journey. You can have fun while you're while you're doing getting better. If I decline, if I decline myself or you know restrict myself from really doing stuff like that, from making myself live and learn through this whole experience. How am I going to live through my life? So with that, you know, I started working on the website and the website is almost done, really. Uh, I got two blogs that I need to put on there and we're pretty good to go. And I'm excited to show you guys. And uh, with that, um, I really started thinking about, you know, doing the video podcast and doing the video stuff. And I realized about how hard and how much money I have to put into this. So I I tell you right now, cameras are motherfucking expensive. You know what's more expensive? Lenses. Lenses are expensive as hell. You know what else is expensive? Just the attachments to cameras. Tripod all that everything to get a really nice equipment, really nice filmmaking equipment is just expensive. And you know, I know people can tell you to just like use your phone 
and just use some hacks to be fine and just use a nice set so editing software but the thing is I, I i really don't want to do that i don't want to be like almost everybody else uh at my school i mean no no shout out to a couple of people uh that do youtube that do video podcasts all that stuff but like you know the thing that i saw a lot of times when i first started out in school was that people had youtube pages that were just basically talking about you know what i regretted in school the tips to being a freshman the thing all that type of stuff and, you know that content was good but it was just like the equipment i would see would just be like okay they're using their phone not too much using a gopro all right cool the stuff that what i want to do is that i want to have a professional look even if it's my first time i want to have a professional look while having great content and i guess that's just me trying to go big and beyond and uh, you know there is risk to doing that but at the same time going big go big or go home that's all i can say be smart and be calculated in what you got to do but you know shit you only live once nigga goddamn <laughs> like what else can you do like you all, you don't want to be like the same people but you, you want to be yourself and i'm not saying like always try to say you can't be like don't try to like compare yourself to others and say you're better don't do that that's not a good thing but at the same time know that you're you and that you have this big brain of yours and you can do a whole lot more than a couple other people and that you can do some good things if you just put your mind into it and that's what this video podcast that i'm working on really is i'm doing with that comes to the biggest thing of all money and jobs and the job situation has gotten better. I mean, I'm not at a grocery store where my manager is coughing on my first day of the first day of the week. Nah, fam, like that's not happening. No, the good news is is that I'm I have a pretty good job now. Well, side job. I'm delivering food uh, through DoorDash and also through uh, a couple people's companies. And today was my first day. Well, more or less yesterday. It's the midnight drop. Uh, Yesterday was like my fir- my full first day of delivering food. Think about it. I literally spent 45 minutes delivering food across city of Nashville and got paid $150. $150 for 45 minutes of work. That is freaking awesome. That is like freaking awesome, man. I cannot. I was super great. I was so grateful for the person that I was working with to give me this opportunity because it really is hard out there to get a job like that, especially when you don't have a degree. And I just needed some money. And plus, it was a really nice hookup. Like I was chilling, just chilling. My, I was just chilling in my car, listening to music, just having a good time. Listening to the new Future album, uh, re-listening to Drake's new album, all that stuff. And I was just having a good time. And bro, my last drop was like the funniest drop. That I it was the funny. I saw one of the funniest things I've seen. So like, I had like eight deliveries. I had eight deliveries across the city of Nashville. That last delivery was like my my last delivery was pretty funny because not of what happened on the delivery, but what happened afterwards. So I deli- I go ahead and send a text to the person I'm delivering to. I tell them, hey, I got your order ready. Uh, I'm doing all this stuff. 
And then she's like, thank you. I get to the house. I knock on the doorbell. Dog's running up. First of all, almost every person I delivered food to had a goddamn dog. I'm not saying that's a bad thing because I want a goddamn dog. But goddamn it, stop tempting me for goddamn dog. God. It's like a sign from heaven. But anyway, so I know I deliver. And then I go to the next street. As I go to the next street, there's a FedEx truck right in front of me. And as I pull up, I'm just like, well, you know, I don't know if he's going to leave or not. So I just stay behind and I just like wait and everything because he might leave or something. The guy comes out of his truck. So I'm just like, okay, I might as well just pull around. But before I do that, I catch something. The FedEx, the FedEx guy had two big boxes. And what's crazy is that I'm just like, usually, usually a delivery person brings up the box lays it down in front of your door and then just chills what's that knocks on your door or something and then boom he leaves let me tell you something this nigga did none of that <laughs> this man did none of that shit man he grabbed both them boxes from the back of his truck he didn't he didn't see me at all so he grabbed two of those boxes from the back of the truck he gets to the drive through driveway of the house like think about it it's like you got the house in this one part of the area it's like five meters or something and then the other side is the driveway the dude takes one box with two hands throws it to the throws it to the door hard enough to where it ricochets from the door and then comes back down to the like to the doorstep and does the same thing with the second box and I'm just and then he laughs and like you know how like them cartoon characters they like get their hands together they do like they dusting off something like like he does that and then he just starts smirking and laughing like he just like he just discovered something revolutionary and I'm over here like what the fuck what in the actual fuck like you just gonna throw boxes you just gonna throw somebody's boxes? And what's crazy was that it was one of those plated meals. So you know, like Blue Apron plated, uh, all of the all the meal kits you get, Bruh. I bet you right now, bro, them boxes are fucked up. Them boxes looked fucked up. It looked like one of the boxes was leaking. But here's the funniest. Here's the funny, funny, funniest part. Here's the funny part of this whole situation. Besides that, as the dude is laughing. He turns around and he sees me. He sees me see him. Seeing me. And remember, he doesn't notice me at all in this whole situation. So as he sees me see him see me seeing him, I'm laughing at him as he's seeing me. And I'm saying, you done fucked up now. And what and to make matters worse, as I'm driving away. The person that the boxes were delivered to was actually at the house and actually opened the door and actually saw the boxes fucked up and proceeded to go off at the driver. It's like this one dude, one white guy, he comes out. He's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? What in the hell? And the, and the, and the delivery driver is just right there. He's just... Shaking his leg. He crazy. He look like my age too. And I just drive off. 
you know, I was just like, I'm not going to be a snitch today, but goddamn, you fucked yourself up. So <laughs> that was the funny part of my whole delivery, delivery day. And like I said, I got paid $150 doing 45 minutes of work. And, you know, I really started thinking about uh, my, drive, my drive back home. I really started thinking about not only the FedEx guy and laughing a whole lot, laughing really loud in my car. But I really started thinking about, um, you know, what if, you know, what if I started just doing jobs and not really going to school? I know it was kind of like just out there, just different, but it's like, think about it. Like, I have not been in a physical school, and I guess in three months. Um, uh, another version of me in a different reality, in a different universe, uh, is doing delivery driving, and I don't go to school. Is it really that worth it? Hell no, it's not worth it. I would definitely not be trying to work and not go to school that's just no that's not good at all it's definitely not good and the other thing i started realizing was that uh you know how hard you know how things are kind of just different now for college students where you know we're working and we didn't a lot of us really didn't think about just doing jobs like this a lot of us were at the time before COVID was thinking about we've already applied to summer summer internships, summer applications, research opportunities, uh, job opportunities, all this stuff for super summer. And now a lot of us are forced to do um, just odd jobs, work at grocery stores, restaurants, if they're still open, uh, fast food restaurants, delivery drivers, all that stuff. And just the thought of it is crazy, though. Like some people are very, very lucky to have an internship or a research opportunity remote, meaning they're able to do their stuff at home and get big checks. I know one person that's doing some with a really good engineering firm and she is making a whole lot of freaking money. Like, bro, like that is that is amazing. But what's 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 just crazy is just that you know, college students, besides having to having their summer plans just like canceled in front of them, man, just really thinking about everything that's going to happen. Just everything that's happened is going to happen next semester. I already got an email from Morehouse College saying that 25% of enrollment has declined and they're going to be expecting pay cuts and all that stuff. And I'm really just in awe of just how this whole process is going down and just if we're going to go back to doing in-person classes. Honestly, for me, uh, I would like to do online classes, uh, not only because I don't want to catch Corona and I don't want to deal with being in, in, in danger or at least being scared, being in the hot streets of Atlanta, but also uh, online classes were kind of the mood. How else how am I supposed to get my GPA to go back up, bro? I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm just going to be honest with you, man. Like, when I got my final grades, I wasn't super happy, but I was glad that my grades went up from when they were before. And, and don't worry, I didn't cheat. I didn't go on check. I didn't do nothing like that. I didn't do it too many times. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I being on, being, doing online classes was good. And... 
you know, the only difference for me and other people is that I didn't post my shit on Instagram and then say on the side, hey, I got like a C plus on this one class. Got to take a pass. No, I didn't do that shit. No, hell no. I don't do that at all. I don't do that at all. Uh, you know, last time I posted my grades on Instagram was freshman year. So I never do that, man. So, yeah, just think about this whole situation with college students coming up with COVID. Even if it seems like cases are going down, I, I still don't. It, it's still crazy to me. And I still don't trust anything going on. Like, I'm going to say it like real quick. It feels like with everything going on, it feels like a forced return to normal situation. It doesn't feel like we're actually returning to more normal. It just feels like every business, every person is trying to force force this shit because they, they don't want to lose money. They don't want to see the economy go crazy and they don't want to see they just don't want to deal with it. Even if we're wearing, like people are not even wearing masks and gloves because they just don't want to deal with that. But, you know, as much as I can proclaim about how much we need to make sure we stop the spread and do all this stuff and be better i mean people are going to be people and people are going to do stuff and you know you can't stop people from being them and you know that's just the world we live in but enough about reality let's also talk about some of the things that happened which i thought was important like avatar the last airbender's back on motherfucking netflix that show was and is the shit i'm not even gonna I'm not even lying to you. That shit shows the shit. All three seasons of Avatar The Last Airbender is on Netflix. Like, people had known about this for two months. And we were all... We were all fucking excited. Like, bro. Like, it it was... It wasn't as exciting as Avengers Infinity War and Endgame coming back on. But it was really exciting because the nostalgia had hit back. With Avatar coming back on Netflix and on TV. And... It just it's just one of those things where like people of my generation, my age, it's like when we get to see stuff like that happen, it's just really nice to see. I mean, Avatar the Last Airbender, I I believe I consider it to be one of the best shows, best kids shows, just animated shows of all time. With storytelling, its characters, its fighting sequences, its music, moments, all of it. It's great. Honestly, it's one of the best shows I've ever watched in my life. Like right now, or before this, and after this episode of the Midnight Drop, I'm gonna be watching the entire second season of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, I'm not watching that damn movie though. I'll tell you that right now. But <laughs> but nah, like like I said, like nostalgia really hits uh, the feels of a lot of people my age, my generation, and it's really also spreading to the people of the younger generation too. My brother was watching it. He had never watched Avatar ever. He had watched The Legend of Korra, but he had never watched the original Last Airbender series. And he said he loved it. And I was just happy as hell. I knew I raised him right. And uh, I started really thinking about other shows that I loved a whole lot. And uh, this is kind of like my inner nerd of me for some of these shows. But like, if I had to go a list of my favorite shows as a kid... uh, the, the two shows I remember the well the three shows I remember the most of watching all the time was Batman the Animated Series uh, Justice League Unlimited or the Justice League series both the original and the Unlimited and Static Shock Justice League Unlimited was fire as hell that was literally like 
how to make a good cinema, how to make a good universe, and I didn't even know it was a universe. I just thought it was just some some shit, some nice storytelling as a kid. Static Shock, uh, same thing. Superhero, Static Shock, ooh, all that shit. And, and come on, come come on, man. The Black, he was awesome. A young black kid who's a superhero and people can relate to with relatable story situations. And um, Batman the Animated Series, I just consider just one of the best because it was, it, it was more intense and dramatic for me as a kid. I wasn't an edgy kid. I was just, I had taste, motherfuckers. <laughs> I had taste. But uh, there's a bunch of shows I can name off of, like Hey Arnold. Uh, Spongebob until new seasons came out um, let's see let's see let's see let's see let's see uh, Teen Titans uh, Batman Beyond hell, Ed Ed and Eddie Johnny Bravo hell even Looney Tunes Looney Tunes and Tom and Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry I watched a bunch of times but like I said like that nostalgia hits man that nostalgia really hits and there's nothing wrong uh, from feeling that way man there's nothing wrong for having that sense of nostalgia and wanting to relive your childhood. Like people, there will be some people out there in the world that said you need to forget about your childhood. This is the present, not the past. You need to keep going and moving forward, all that stuff. But, bruh, no, that doesn't make you human. That doesn't make you a person. Ha being able to remember your youth and able to relive it for a little bit. Now, I'm not saying forever, but for a little bit. It's a really nice way to remember that you're human and that you have emotions, you have feelings and all that stuff. Why do you think I collect all of these retro video games? Because of nostalgia, because it's fun, because it's nice. I feel like myself and, you know, we should be all cool with that. And that's honestly just thing that we have that it's OK to live through. It's all fine with that. Now, I'll be real, if, you know. Just because you feel nostalgia of something doesn't mean that I'm cool with all these motherfucking movie reboots, reboots or TV show reboots. No, I'm not good. But that's just a little side note. But like I said, nostalgia is all good. Nostalgia is fine. It, it, it's definitely fine to experience it once in a while. It's dope. It's dope. Because years later on, when we're in our 40s, people our age and our, people of my generation are our 40s. We're going to be remembering this shit. We're going to think it's the best thing ever. We're going to be acting like the people, like our parents and all that stuff. Like it. It's gonna happen, so that's all I can really say in terms of that. But let's talk about this week. Let's talk about this week besides the delivery driver business today, and let's talk about just everything that's going on and what I'm preparing for. What's one of my goal? What's my goals? Uh, I would say my major goal is to save up a bunch of money for the video camera equipment and. The second goal is to finish Avatar. The third goal is to uh, make sure I get another job, make some money. And the fourth goal is to meditate. Meditate in the form of prayer. And uh, like I said, the midnight drop is the way to just reflect on everything that's going on in my perspective of things. And I'll be real, I've been praying a little bit more since this whole quarantine happened. The last couple of weeks I haven't done pretty I haven't done pretty well on it, so you know my goal is to pray a little bit more uh, for these next couple months, and that actually leads into this whole thing with uh, 
just my spirituality and just how I really cope with things. Uh, I guess it's obvious I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I wholeheartedly believe in Jesus Christ, God, yes. Uh, and I believe in the form of prayer. And I don't want to get too, too, too churchy. I don't want to get into all that, but like I do believe in God. And I think in this whole situation, prayer and knowing that knowing in the lord's wisdom and all that and his grace i think that's that's really good to have in this situation having said all of that you know i don't go super crazy on it i don't you know i'm still a free believer i'm freedom you know i still think of my own all that stuff i don't really think that I, you know there are some things I, I question so you know that's all it but yeah that's my whole goal to pray and i think prayer is one of the most important things to do uh in your life uh not don't like don't just pray just because you want things like you want materialistic things don't do that don't pray for the new gucci shoes don't pray for new jordans don't pray for a new new chain don't pray for all this stuff pray for the things that can make you better holistically and mentally like pray just, just just pray for everything in your life to go better step by step pray that your judgments are not clouded that your emotions are not clouded pray that you can let yourself be free of all of the angst all of the frustrations all of the craziness going around and it's not just a sense of you know i'm not <laughs> i'm not trying to like you know drag y'all into like a whole like infomercial or all thing you see on tv with churches no i'm just like letting you know how powerful stuff like that can happen just meditating or just praying or doing anything just being to yourself because i mean in situate in times like this it's like you you you're going to need that because you don't know what's going to happen in the future we don't know what's going to happen in the future anything it's just Prayer for me is, is, is a way to just get out there. Besides walking around on my trail. And that's that's really just it, man. That's really just how uh, I get through everything. I know I don't... It, you know, crazy enough, I, I know... I feel like I don't talk enough about the whole COVID situation. It's because I don't want this to be a whole podcast revolving around COVID. I don't want to go crazy with it because I mean we're all we're all dealing with it bad enough as it is. So why why do I need to remind everybody what's going on? No, I'm good. I won't bring it up too much, but I mean it is my life right now, so shit. shit. But I'm not gonna talk about it all the time. I'm not gonna talk about it every day. I'm not gonna do that. That's just really, 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 really annoying. You know, and that's just something that I want to try to avoid a lot that's all i will say that but uh if there's a uh, one last thing that i want to talk about in this episode of the midnight drop because i don't want to be too long on this i want to talk about just the whole i want to talk about the whole situation with my last episode that happened this past week and you know no nothing controversial happened nothing crazy happened you know if you haven't listened to it go ahead and listen to it on anchor soundcloud spotify itunes go ahead and listen to it but i wanted to actually talk a little bit more about it and kind of bring like a whole deaf analysis with it i guess like why it came to be <laughs> and 
The reason why I made that episode was because, um, you know, I guess like a little touchy subject of mine. Like I said in the episode, I haven't had like a, a consistent set of close friends or a close circle. I, I can't really tell you that my whole set close friends or from people from my elementary school or from people, you know, from middle school or something like that. And they'd be consistent. No, like I will tell you this right now. I only have. Shit, I only have really like one or two consistent friends. And it's kind of sad for me a little bit. I'll tell you that right now. Like, those two guys who've been there for me have easily been the greatest friends I could ask for. First of all, my homie Brandon Backwell. If you're listening today, I love you, bro. You are one of the best friends I could ever ask for. We met like freshman year of high school but we really didn't get formally acquainted till our sophomore year of high school where we was in the same class we were talking about stuff and then this came to this and we realized we were living two minutes away from each other we hang out all the time and yeah man and my second best friend um I would say myself yeah myself I, I wouldn't say I'm not trying to say that to be funny like for real myself and in and, and my whole life I had to rely on myself to be my, to be a good friend for me because if I kept yearning on everybody else to try to find friends if I kept yearning to try to find friends and I kept failing at it I was going to go crazy my mental health would have been bad so I always had to rely on myself and just be me and just do what I had to do and I know it sucks, but like, you know, things are good now. I have a good set amount of friends. I have good people that watch over me. Uh, I, I can name a bunch of people that have been there for me and I'm, I'm happy to be there for them. But at the end of the day, I made that episode because I wanted to talk about, you know, is it bad to keep looking for people and have friends? Is it bad to keep looking for all that? And I say like, no, it's not bad at all. And I may have put a lot of negative examples on there and that's my fault. That's me. That's all me. But in reality, that's the stuff that, you know, a lot of people would go through. Uh, That's what I went through a little bit. And that's the stuff that we have to learn from our lives. But in reality, it's like it's nothing wrong for me and a lot of people because, you know, you meet a lot of people, you learn a lot of things on the way. You learn about yourself more. Like maybe you can ease up a little bit. Maybe you have to restrict yourself a little bit. Uh, maybe you you like things that you never thought you would like. Maybe you don't like things that you thought you liked. And that can be helped from different experiences for different people. And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. I can thank hundreds of people from for helping become the person I am today. And I'm really, really happy for that. And with that, that also came with the relationship part. Like the whole boyfriend-girlfriend shit. And for me, my relationships, like I said before, I've had a couple of relationships. I've had, dude, I can spend a whole night talking about timeline of my relationships and how fucked up and how stupid I was in some of them in the beginning. Like, we're always stupid in our first couple of relationships. If you're stupid in almost all your relationships, dude, I can't tell you what the hell to do. But uh, 
I can have a whole night, a whole conversation about my timeline and relationships, but all I know is I'm thankful for every, each and every one of those relationships because I learned about myself a little bit more and I learned about what I can really tolerate. And it's helped me in the present too. It's really helped me out now. Thank God for that. But um, yeah, man, like, yeah, that whole episode was mainly just to talk about what I went through and what we, what a lot of people, no matter how old you are, what we really are going to go through or what we have been through. And, you know, there are people out there that have no problem with making friends with everybody and everybody loving them, uh, whether it be for clout or not. But there are people out there that find it a really hard time to be friends with people, try everything they can. And, you know, a lot of things happen. And you can't really get yourself mad at trying to meet new people or trying to do stuff unless they say something really slick out their mouth. Like the example I use about the person, uh, look, fine, 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 uh, ma'am, who told me that I was boring, I was stupid, or not stupid, I was boring, no fun, I was all busy and everything, all that stuff. And, uh, shit. Man, I knew that was freshman year and I was heated off that. Now I'm just like, eh, she may be right a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, shit like that happens in life, man. And we got to learn how to really get through that, how to make peace with all of it. And how, you know, it's okay to deal with stuff like that and to still meet new people. Don't ever restrict yourself from trying to meet new people. If you keep restricting yourself, you're restrict if you keep restricting yourself from meeting new people, you're you're restricting yourself to grow and to get out of your comfort zone. That's all I can really say about that because we always try to stay comfortable within each other within each other. Sorry, it's been a long night, goddamn. But we always try to be comfortable within each other and it's not the best thing to do because again, you're restricting yourself from growth and from learning about yourself a little bit more. And I know I keep hitting that home hard, just learning about yourself more. But that's one of the big things about TMI, self-reflecting and growth. And one, and one of the attributes to those things is learning about yourself. And that means you got to go out and meet new people. I know you can be shy. I'm shy too. But you got to go out there. Go ahead, be strong, be prideful, be courageous, all that shit. Because in the end, you're going to learn about yourself. In the end... You're going to be the person who you always wanted to be. And with that, that concludes our session of the second episode of the Midnight Drop. Thanks, you guys, so much for coming in here, listening to this whole nearly 47-minute episode of the Midnight Drop and listening to me ramble on about everything that's been going on. Uh, Again, I apologize for not having an episode out in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Now you guys are all filled in. I'll go ahead and let you guys know that... The second, the sixth episode will be coming out uh, this upcoming Tuesday with no problems uh, forthcoming. And the website will be coming in, uh, I believe, the same day that comes in. So, yeah, we'll also two new blog posts uh, that I'm very happy for you guys to get your uh, discussions in and your your own ideas into it too so yeah thank you so guys thank you so much for you guys listening to the midnight drop and thank you so much for listening to tmi the podcast is all about teaching motivating and igniting your spirit my name is jordan malone i'm being your host for tonight thank you so much and have a wonderful night stay blessed stay you and stay safe